Hey, <laughs> this is Abby and Ashton, and this is CSI Why, a podcast where a super fan, me, and a newbie, me, go through each and every episode of the classic CSI Las Vegas and discuss it. Yes, each and every episode. Yes, and this is a spoiler-free podcast, so if you have never seen the show before, that's okay. I do my best not to let too many things slide past the filter. <laughs> well, spoiler-free up into the episode. Yes, up into we're watching. Well, of course, yeah. obviously. So, if you're new here, we do generally four episodes per pod because we're trying desperately <laughs> to watch all of them, all 15 seasons and a movie. It's a lot. Uh, before the premiere of the reboot, which is sometime this fall. Vague. Undetermined. <laughs> yes. So tonight we are starting season two. Season two. We're here. We yeah. did it. Yes. We did it. So Still many seasons, but season two. Yes. So we watched Burked, mm-hmm. Chaos Theory, mm-hmm. Overload, mm-hmm. and Bully for You. Which is an odd title. I think it's like when you say like, it's like a phrase, like. Is it? Yeah, like bully for you, like it's kind of like, that's. Mm. It is. It is. I promise you, it's a phrase. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Look I it up. Can't you have my phone? I do for your notes. I do. Um, but it's like a phrase. It's like a well, that's bully for you, like that's good for you, but like. Is bully bad? That's bully for you. Like that's bad for you. This phrase might be British. <laughs> so oh. Think, if you think it in an English accent, maybe it makes sense. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I think it's like a sarcastic, like, good for you. Okay. I, I think. All right. That's I'll, the context That's the context in which it is stored in my you brain. You just say it with confidence, and then maybe I'll believe it. Bully for you is a phrase. <laughs> and what I said it means is what it means. Got it. <laughs> that's, as, that's as confident as you're going to so get. So confident. Because I don't like to commit <laughs> to things I could be wrong about. That's true. Uh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. So... Um, unlike the previous episodes, we're a few hours removed from having watched any of these. Truth. Uh, we just watched Raya, The Last Dragon. It was very cute. It was. I um, get mad about rain. So pers- a lot of rain. personally, it was like, whew, there's a lot of rain. Like, I understand why. And, like, it was pretty. It was very pretty. But. Also, I feel like. The Sisu dragon needed a little more something, like as yeah. far as what her power was. We well, we don't want to spoil. We don't want to spoil Raya the Last Dragon for people. Oh, it is a right. fairly new film. Okay. <laughs> well, we're done with that. Okay. It is streaming on Disney Plus. It is. And in theaters, I think still. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> we're not big enough for a sponsor. Dude, we couldn't even get Disney Plus to work on a TV. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. We definitely are not sponsored. We had to cast it anyway. Yes, so this first episode is called Burked, mm-hmm. which, um, have we heard, we've heard the term Burke before. In the series? Yeah. Have we? I thought I so, know. I thought it was in the episode with the, um, the liver boy, you know, in the, oh, with the, oh, did they call that? When he, when he. I know, but that's different than what they're No, describing. no, no, but when he, um. When words. He, yes, when he was redressed or what? Like the butt. The, was that in this episode? That's this episode. To be honest, people are they blurring together? They are a little bit, mm-hmm. but didn't they talk? I could have sworn they talked about it, and I delete my notes, so um, <laughs> can't look back. This is why I have a physical notebook. It is clearly the superior choice. Get on my level. Mm. I don't have enough space with my lap, my laptop, and usually, like, I need to be able to exit off the screen to play a couple rounds of Candy Crush, well, or... you don't need a screen with a physical notebook. There's not enough... Sp- so. You're not hearing me. There's not enough space on my lap, <laughs> because I'm watching this on my laptop. Set your laptop aside. No. Okay. We can't, we can't do that. All right. We can't do that. That's what I did today, but all right. Well, I only do that, like, if I'm eating sometimes or taking notes friend I just, I just feel like whatever also just full disclosure the last two episodes we watched separately and I was still slightly on Benadryl when I watched them so 
Hmm, that should be fun. Yes. Okay, so back to Berkt. So this this episode actually opened with um, some dogs. Yeah, I wrote more labs, exclamation point. Mm-hmm. More poorly bred labs. I mean, I think they were just they were just chunky. I've seen worse. <laughs> I've seen, I guess I've it's seen true, worse. But they were not great. But a very good gardener. Yes, a very good gardener slash landscaper. I think they called him a gardener. Though, they did. So we'll go with that. Um, but yeah, they uh, the these labs are out, and the gardener's like, "Why are you out? Why is the gate open?" And walks around and peers in the door, and all he sees are legs. Yeah, he's like on the floor. That's us. So he calls nine one one. But we the scene actually like the crime scene opens with Grissom on the ground. And he's, like, searching for something. And it turns out he is looking for Detective Vegas contact list, <laughs> who then just pops this. Of course, he, what he picks up doesn't actually exist. He's pick, he picks up an imaginary contact and hands it to Detective Vega, mm-hmm. who then pops that imaginary contact into his mouth and then pops it into his eyeball. <laughs> Even imaginary, that's still gross. Yes. Now, On granted, I am not a contact user. But I still just, like, I understand the concept of putting it in your mouth before putting it on your eyeball. But Nobody does that. People do that. People did that pre-COVID. I've like, never seen I that. I have. I've seen it. That's disgusting. <laughs> if you do that, stop. It's like when you... You're when, trying to give yourself pink eye. It's like when people, though, I think it's a similar thing of, like, when a baby drops their passy and the mom sticks it in her mouth first and then puts it, gives the kid. Like, I've definitely seen that happen in the wild. I might have seen, yeah, I feel like I have seen that. It's Still the same concept. Gross. Yes, I agree, especially but like, now. what is that actually doing? You're still bacteria. Well, no, it, I know, but I guess they're thinking you're going to get my, ba- I'm, I'm going to suck off all the germs and then give it to you, but then mm. the eyeball thing and just getting it wet. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Um, um, I did make note that there were no significant hair changes as there normally are between seasons of shows. Oh. However... Greg. Yeah. Greg's hair. He's got he's got a way to go before he gets consistent. He made a decision. Mm-hmm. Or at least his stylist. Stylist made a decision. Yeah. Um He's going he's going for it. Yeah. He's I, committing to the to the funky appearance. I, I can't. <laughs> and it sticks around. Yeah. It sticks around. So the the dead body in this case is a brawn. Which we are led to believe is like the the cream <laughs> cream of the crop yeah. in old Vegas. So yeah. it's it's Sam Braun's son or one of his sons. He has he two owns, sons. Like, many casinos and things. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and he seems kind of like mobby, just like kind of shady. A little bit. Well, yeah, and he gets he gets really upsetty about. I mean, obviously his son died, but. No, I, I found him to be kind of trustworthy as far as that kind of character is supposed to go. Also, I just wrote in all caps, well, I write in all caps anyway, but in bigger all caps, <laughs> mm-hmm. Herschel oh, from The right. Walking Dead because Herschel right. from The Walking Dead. Anyway. Yeah, see, he was Sam Braun to me first, so. Yeah, well, he's Herschel. Okay. He's I don't a really. well, much beloved character. Okay. And R.I.P. Okay. <laughs> I did not watch The Walking Dead, uh, mainly because I was tired of people shockingly dying. <laughs> and also, they were always hot and sweaty. And I'm like, you know what? They are. I understand um, that you're in Georgia, but yeah. th- that's a choice. They do still have winters in Georgia, believe it or not. They they show winters. Never when I watched. I'm it just saying it's... always summer. <laughs> And they they don't were have always shower, like regular showers. I don't care. Stuff. They were always dirty. Yeah. I hear you. Like even on Survivor, they go in the ocean. They get they There's get. There's no clean. ocean in Georgia. I, I know, but there ocean are very there southern. are rivers and creeks and stuff. Okay. And it rains. All right. Um. So they think that this is a staged overdose because he is he's lying on the ground mm-hmm. and there's like a bottle of pills beside him, but things just don't look great. Well, he had a uh, duct tape residue on his wrists yes. as well. Yes, and there was no, like, excrement. And mm-hmm. I wrote, one more reason not to do drugs, mm-hmm. vomiting. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. <laughs> Truth. So they, they also find an earring back, mm-hmm. um, which becomes very important later. Um, and uh, Which the girlfriend is like, 
I'm a hoop girl. Yeah. I don't wear studs. <laughs> this is clearly a stud back. And but I I've seen, like, hoops with that type to, of back. It depends on the hoop. Like, if it's a half hoop, then right. yes, it has one of those. But she thinks, I think she's talking about, like, the yeah, full, full hoops. thing. I don't have pierced ears, so... Yeah. Um, I do, th- technically. <laughs> but I have not worn earrings in a very long time. I don't even remember the last time I saw you. We've known each other for 20 years? Yeah. Plus, maybe? I don't know. Math? A long time. <laughs> really long time. I always and say I since we were 14. Remember. Were we younger than that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we were like 12. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> it's fine. So, uh, yeah, I have earrings. I own them. I don't know. Maybe I should try. Just a little experiment to see if things <laughs> things still work. Um, we get to see Nick loving on some dogs wearing some glasses. Mm-hmm. We don't see Nick in glasses no, very often. I also remarked on his glasses. Um, and yes, he's a dog lover, mm-hmm. clearly. And someone, someone said something about Christmas in July. I don't remember why. And mm-hmm. I, I wrote, my birthday, but with less drugs and yeah. death. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, Warwick is working a case. Is he working the same case? I don't... They're all on this case. They're all on this case. case. Okay, that's right. And he says, I can get print off of air. Yeah. He's very confident. He is. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Kind of. Yeah. We get... Anyway, that's in in a couple episodes where we talk about the vapors and... Oh, yes. Super gluing. Mm -mm. No, not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the electronic nose. Oh, yes. Sorry. Anyway. That was the Benadryl episode. Yes. Um, (laughs) Yes. And one of my favorite things happens, they go to visit um, the doc, and Mm -hmm. he's got his leg upside down, and he says, like, mostly, and he spins it around, and it falls. Um, We meet Janine, the girlfriend. And she has a super fun video camera. Yeah, she is she from like Long Island. I'm trying to figure out her accent or Jersey, maybe. It's she's got one of those. I don't know. It's, she's somewhere. It's it's thick. yeah. It's thick I think she's just supposed to sound like cheap. obnoxious and yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I mean that's yeah that's that's what the connotation is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That's honestly what. That's true. She's like a yeah, gold digger. Right. Right. I do not. Hair. I do not think that people have that accent or automatically cheap. I'm just saying that's what that's what the dialect often go. represents. You got there. <laughs> sure. <laughs> then we get the funnest term of uh, the episode. Sarah says something about the muckety muck. Do you have the full quote? I do not. Mm. Um, because it made me laugh real hard. Before that, I had we we find out that Catherine knows Sam Braun. Yes, they have she, a connection. Yeah, she goes to the... Which is not explained immediately. Right. She goes to the casino, and um, she asks the, like, behind-the-counter person. It's like, hey, can I see Sam Braun? And Blaze's like, who are you? Yeah. And she's like, just tell him Catherine Willows is here to see him, and he just arrives around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they have a history, and we learn that he knew her mom. but they dated. All- Yes, but also there is an implication that he saw her dance, mm-hmm. um, which is especially weird if he knew her as a baby, yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. That's funny. Um, and we can clearly see from this interaction that the dead son was the one that the father favored. Yeah, I mean, he literally says that. It's he called like, him oh. the gold Yeah, and and his other son the silver. Yeah. And he literally says later, this is my fault for choosing favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have the full quote for Muckety Muck. I literally just wrote Muckety Muck. Muck. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Um, And then they find these strange marks on the victim's chest. um, And they're like, are they bites? Are they like, what's going on? And then Nick gets itchy ankles and he has chiggers. Yes, which being in the we have personal experience with chiggers. Many. They are the worst. They are horrible. <laughs> they will wake you. You wake up itching. For weeks. 
and you just have to sit and cry about it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> or take Benadryl and feel bad for days. It's awful. <laughs> so Nick gets chiggers, but the bites look different than what's on this guy's chest as mm-hmm. well. Um, and also, Grissom knows this because he's an entomologist. Yes. Um, we also see Greg's special coffee for the first time, which uh, yes. he has blue Hawaiian coffee, which let me tell you, when you're writing a CSI fan fiction, you are, you better include blue Hawaiian coffee. Is that a thing? It's a thing. <laughs> wow. It is his special blend. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I love how Grissom's like, well, it's in my coffee pot, so it's now community coffee. <laughs> yeah. You want some? <laughs> yes. Um. But, yeah, so through the marks on the guy's chest, we learn mm-hmm. what burked means. Yes. And it's essentially derives from when they used to, like, kill people. These two people, these two individuals, mm-hmm. one of the last name, Burke, would um, kill people in order to sell them to, like, medical labs mm-hmm. back in the day. And the way that he would suffocate them created often a pattern via their shirts. Mm-hmm. And... Thus, the term burking. Yeah. So. So the marks ended up being button Button indent- indentations. Yeah. Um, we see... We, we go to the desert. I don't remember exactly what tipped them off to go to the desert. I can't remember either. But okay. then that's where we meet Kurt, mm-hmm. who is digging yes. in the desert. And he, they uncover a silver vault. A secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. <laughs> In the desert. Da na 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 na. Secret tunnel. Welcome. <laughs> so, um, and there's like a lot of silver in there. A like lot. a lot. And he says that he was moving it for the dead brawn. Mm-hmm. He's like, he called me and said, if anything happens to me, move the silver. Yes. And of course, they don't believe him. But. Then someone, I forget which one, says, that's a lot of motive. And then someone else says, that's a lot of silver. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next thing I've written down, which I do not remember who says it to whom, I should, I started, I started putting people's names next to quotes, but not at this point. (laughs) Um, Whatever rubs your Buddha. (laughs) Yeah, I also don't have, oh, you know who it was? Mm. Um, Oh, it was Janine. Was it Janine to somebody? Yes. The girlfriend? Yes. Yes. It was when she was being arrested, I believe. She was being, maybe she she was testing her for something. Maybe. A cheek swab or something. We're real good at this, you guys. Anyway, then there was some chigger science, is what mm-hmm. I wrote down. Because um, the other brawn. The other brother. They're talking to him, and he starts scratching his arm. And Grissom's like, you know, do you mind if I take a look? I'm an entomologist. That's what it was, maybe. Is that he asked for a photo for his collection, quote-unquote, and maybe that brawn said, whatever, whatever rubs, rubs your Buddha. Buddha. That would make sense. Yes. Um, so then we determine that, that via the, the inflammation that he sees on the bronze arm in comparison to Nick's leg, they figure out exactly when he mm-hmm. came into contact with the bugs. and Very figure, similar timeline. Right. And figures out that it was probably the same bugs mm-hmm. and it puts him at the residence at the time of death. Um, we have another dinner and discussion scene. Yeah. I love those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get Kurt's... Uh, wife. Wife. Mm-hmm. But also his girlfriend's prince, who is happens to be Janine. Yes. Because so, she just, you know, gets around. Mm-hmm. Um, cause she goes after the silver and the gold. Ha ha ha. That's that was right. multiple times. Right. Um, and they find her prints. Oh, we didn't mention the duct tape that was found in the saltine box by Sarah. Oh, yes. And they pull prints off of that somehow cause. Science. Science reasons. They put that liquid on it mm. to separate it from yeah. itself. And then that also, the liquid adheres to the print. I could see it in my brain, so yeah, <laughs> I remember it happening. Feels like that wouldn't work, but it did for the show. Hashtag science. Um, and they find Janine's prints on the duct tape. Um, Are you sure? That's what I wrote down. Because it wasn't, Janine had nothing to do with it. She was actually in the will. I know. Okay. But she, 
pretty sure it was her. I wrote that's who it was, but it could be wrong. I don't think it was because the wife had access to the guy's tools, and it was the wife of Kurt and and the other Braun brother. Was his wife or his girlfriend? His wife. It was okay. Yes. Because I wrote because Janine was actually in the Braun, the one Braun's will, right. so she had no motive to kill him. Um, and Except so to get what was in the will. Yeah, but. She was living a fine life as it was. So, yeah, it was the wife because she had access to the duct tape in her husband's work truck. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It was her and the Braun. Got it. Son. Got it. Because they met at a bar. They met at, like, a an event or something. They saw mm-hmm. each other, and they were it was like an and then you were, there were none situation where they had both colluded together to gotcha. murder the okay. person that was causing them pain somehow. Got it, got it, got it. So... They also find um, Kurt's prints on the doggy door. Not Kurt. The, the brother. Yes. Brother Braun. Yes. They find his prints on the doggy door because mm-hmm. he had to go through Yeah. Because his brother had changed the locks. Yeah. So he couldn't get in the house. Anyway. So yeah, that was... This is a very... Convoluted episode. Yes. There were a lot of players involved. There was. I mean, it took us a long time to get through that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was, that was Burked. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's an okay episode. I really... It was, I, I, can't, I can't say why I don't like it. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, in that I, I literally cannot say why I don't like it. <laughs> I think it was... Right now. It was just too many pieces, mm-hmm. I feel like. I don't know. It just... It felt like a filler, I guess, is the best way to put it. Yeah. It felt like a filler. There are... There are pieces that will come into play. Does Sam, the dad, come into play later? Mm-hmm. Okay, I figured. Because they have, like, a specific scene between him and Catherine at the yeah. end where she's like, do you think it would have ever worked out between you and Mom? And he's like, it just wasn't in the cards. Yeah. And then they walk out, like, holding arm, each yeah, other. Yeah, linked arm, arms. Arm, kind of. Um, yeah, so it's Okay. It, it didn't seem like a very strong season opener to me. No, but neither was the finale of season one. So. True, true. So the next episode we have was Chaos Theory. Mm-hmm. This is also a single crime episode. Yes. Um, a missing person, miss, missing college student. Um, would you like to read your first note? <laughs> um, college girl missing. Left her luggage behind and the lamp on. Her name is Paige Rykoff. <laughs> and um, then... Then Grissom's one-liner, people don't vanish. It's a molecular impossibility. Oh, yeah. Dumb. Oh, not almost a doink-doink, but that's uh, the wrong show. Yeah, we don't, we don't talk about that crime show. <laughs> um, my, my first note, and I quote, she and her feelings. <laughs> because she was standing yes, by the window with the, the rain. rain. <laughs> um, oh, I want to ask you. Hmm. So in this episode, and in many, many a television show and movie when people with long hair answer phones they just put it on top over their hair yeah that's no. not a thing that people do right no it okay. goes under your yeah. hair okay i like, notice it we, every time we both have short hair so we don't have this problem no. but i just feel like when i had long hair i would always tuck it yeah, in it goes under it goes under the hair because you don't because otherwise just, you hear the hair right against your ear no right so she did that nope um and then she's just gone. And so they're trying to figure out, is she murdered? Is she missing? Did she run away? What's going on? Yeah. And it's just a... We also learn that this college, which is like five letters of an acronym long, it's ridiculous, is Warwick's <laughs> alma mater. Oh, yeah. He talks about that. He's like, when I went here, blah, blah, blah. And it's insignificant. But they mention gotcha. it. Gotcha. Um, and they also point out, <laughs> which is hilarious, but Grissom like rubs this... Stuff oh on the yeah, wall, and then he tastes and immediately, it immediately. Immediately before he even touches it, I'm like, "Oh, that's toothpaste." Yeah. Why do I know this? Because I've done it. I still do that to this day. Use toothpaste, a white toothpaste, to fill in like pinprick holes <laughs> on the wall because it works. But yeah, he's he's very into tasting things. Yeah, he he tastes everything. It's gross. So Sarah and him are in the room, and they're talking about like what the why someone would do that. And she's like, oh, well, they get the security deposit back. It's like a, it's, it's just a racket, like selling your books. And, and he says, why would anyone sell their books? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. And you just can't wrap his head around that. Concept. So they're immediately suspicious of like the trash shoot mm-hmm. because it's like one of those Home Alone 2 Lost in New York situations where it's like a <laughs> tube and it's literally a yep. shoot. And so, of course, they put Catherine in a harness and they hoist her down, lower her down, and then she gets in contact with some pizza. Yeah. <laughs> down there. She thought it was blood, but no, it was pizza. Um, we get, we, we see the man who will become Archie, uh, a lab technician, but mm-hmm. he is not Archie at this point. He is I just, that. just like, a security footage guy. Yeah. Um, so he's going down all the like security footage and they find out that at some point somebody's blocked off the camera. And so that's suspicious. They see where he places his hand on a wall. Yeah. So Nick goes and gets, take, he's on that part of the journey. Yes. So it's, this is again one that everyone is working yeah. on. Yeah. So basically, Nick and I mean, Warwick and Catherine are following the, the like trash lead at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Nick is on audio or video, visual. Excuse me, video, um, mm-hmm. and checking the hall and figuring out what went on in that situation. And Sarah and Grissom are working the room. Right. Um. So this is something. I don't know if you took note of. Um. But there is a moment where everything is really quiet, and um, when the parents are talking to Grissom, mm-hmm. and it seems like he's kind of toned them out or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. um, that becomes important later. Um, oh. So it's just something to note that he does that. Well, that happens. Okay. I don't know that he. We could say that he does that. That happens. Okay. Um, so it's just something to note. Interesting. Um, um, well, they find out that the handprint is connected, or is, it belongs to a frat kid. Yeah. Um, and when they bring him into questioning, he's just he's like, like, yeah, I did it. system now. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's the weirdest way to phrase that you're in a fraternity or in a brotherhood. Yeah. Like, I'm in a system now. <laughs> I just thought that was bizarre. He was super stoked to be questioned. Yeah, he was. And then he was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't murder or kill or kidnap anyone. I yeah. just took a like piece of furniture. And... Yeah. It was like an initiation thing. Yeah. The best furniture is on those floors. Yes. It's just weird. Yeah. So just... that was kind of a, a dead end. Oh, you also learned what double parking is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, like, I've known that term for oh forever, because, of course, I mean, I've been driving for a long time. Yeah. But I've never been in a situation where I would do that, and therefore, I don't, like, I just didn't, I just didn't realize it meant literally there was someone. There's literally two cars parked so that they can't get out. For some reason, I thought it had to do with, like, a meter, and, like, oh. you were, like, double parked, meaning that. You You've overrun your time. Yeah, or something. Some, something like that. That's like it never funny. made sense to me because that's what I was like. That's not connected well, at all. Now you know. But I, but then uh yeah. So we we see in the security footage we see like mm-hmm. the taxi moving around yeah. and like it's raining and it's grainy because it's two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, at some point, I guess Sarah had taken a lot of samples from the mattress. Yes. And she Which she circled with a sharpie. Yeah. On the mattress, and I don't know why, but that bothered me. But anyway, <laughs> well, you gotta keep track. I understand, and I know, and I like, know you're this not, is not about the security deposit, but I have trauma well, related to this. Here's the thing: unless you are a, I don't know, I don't know of any balanced human being that sleeps just on a naked mattress. Anyway, so you wouldn't even see it. I know, but I'm just in my experience when I was yeah. moving out of my college apartment. They tried to get me for $300 plus for a mattress because they found a stain on the bottom side of the mattress, which I had never flipped in the six to nine months that I lived there. Gross. Not, th- not, the, not that you're not flipping the mattress, but just, like, gross. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, they sent me a picture. It was, like, a tiny mm. little, like, it literally could have been, like, something splashed up or who knows. It was so insignificant, but they tried to make me pay mm. 300 or 350 dollars for a mattress and i was like i i have literally nothing to do with that there are no yeah there, i would imagine that the city the city footed the bill i mean for, yes that's what i'm saying i'm just yeah. saying for me i was like oh sure. she's not gonna get her security deposit because she was so concerned with right. the spackling with the toothpaste right. etc anyway. well anyway so sarah turned in a boatload of samples to greg 
And he's like, you really love your job. And she says, it's called zeal, Greg. <laughs> oh, that comes up again in the Angora Oh, taking a lot of samples? Nick. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Oh, so you probably... No, you don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have real mixed feelings about the um, the professor man. So... The professor. The professor. The professor in this episode. He mm. was like, he's the one that like had the affair with Paige or whatever mm-hmm. and his wife yeah, found yeah, out. Yeah. So I knew him first from this because I know everyone first from this. Uh-huh. But he then turned into a leading man on Hallmark. Oh. It was really tough for me. Okay. <laughs> Mentally. Most notably, he played, I think his first Hallmark role was with uh, Catherine Heigl oh. in the... Hallmark adaptation of the book series Love Comes Softly. Wow. Yes. Anyway. That was a journey. I'm rewatching Grey's Anatomy right now too, so like there's a whole it's just and then and then the um <laughs> the line comes up, the wife always knows, which again, if you watch Grey's yeah. it's a very it, that's that said a sense. lot. Makes sense. So anyway, anyway in these samples they find uh Blood. Blood and blood. Rohypnol. Ro- ro- Rohypnol. Rohypnol. Mm-hmm. Which is a date rape drug. Yes. Um, and then they find, because it was on the roommate's bed, so they yes. find her and talk to her and she... She dropped out of school because yeah. someone, because they were having a floor party, she got drugged, raped, and she had no idea who it was. Right. And she didn't want to report anything because, again, trauma and also... Mm-hmm. She had no idea who it was. So mm-hmm. she didn't want to go back to school because someone on her floor did this to her. Right. Um, and so... But then CSI mm-hmm. gets a DNA match to one of the baseball players. Yep. He fesses up, but he's like, but I didn't kill anybody. Yeah, he was out of town. He was out of town on a baseball trip. Right. So then... Um, then they turn to the professor. Yes. Professor Woodbury in his silver Volvo, Volvo, mm-hmm. which did six laps around the dorm. Um, and when they ask him about the relationship between him and Paige, he just describes it as amorous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I was too busy thinking about Hallmark during most of these scenes. But, um, he, <laughs> yes, they had a relationship and then he told his wife about it. Yeah. Uh, or no, his wife didn't know about it. His wife found his, out about it. His wife knew. His wife knew. But so she she gave Paige a talking to in the car. Yes. Because they found some of her hair in mm-hmm. the car and it had been yanked out by the root. Um, so they thought there was a struggle. But it comes to find out that it just got yanked by a seatbelt, which, been there. Yeah. Haven't so. <laughs> if we've had long hair, our hair has been yanked out by <laughs> Some part a of a car. car. Somehow. Yes. So they're kind of off the hook because, you know. Right. Whatever. Um, so then they find the body. In a trash cube. Yes. I say Vic. I said Vic became a cube. Mm-hmm. And then I talked about Wally, which mm-hmm. felt appropriate but also inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so in in looking at the body, they find that she has like a, a contusion or a bruise mm-hmm. um, in her, like, Stomach. abdomen area. A ruptured spleen. Mm-hmm. Which, again, I don't know if you know this, but your spleen, you rupture that, you're going to die. Yes. Pretty much. Because it bleeds a lot. Mm-hmm. And... It's a large organ. It is. And do, I'm pretty sure the spleen, like... Ha, like, it, it does something with the blood. Like, it cleans it, mm-hmm. so it holds a lot of your blood. It's an important organ. Um, but I think you can't have a splenectomy. I'm pretty sure you can. You just... Anyway. I don't know. It's fine. Um, <laughs> then we get a new flashback type sequence, which mm-hmm. we haven't seen before, where it's Grissom and Sarah in the dorm, and then Grissom's talking to Sarah, and Sarah oh, yes. turns around, and she turns into Because they're trying the to become... They're trying to walk back through right. the situation, because Grissom's like, what if it was just a random series of events mm-hmm. that caused this? Mm-hmm. So they do a an imaginary walkthrough of what her last few hours might have been. And so, yeah, Sarah starts out at the window, like we, like the scene open, or the episode open with Paige at the window, all moody. 
and she, they're going through each of the things that she would have to do before um, leaving to get her security deposit back. And they realize that the trash can is missing. Mm-hmm. So they steal a trash can from somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then they ask the, him to dump it down the, the chute because it's, it's sticky. And so they realize that probably the trash can fell down the chute. And so then she had to go down to the big old dumpster to fish it out. Yep. And it was raining. And it was dark. And a man whose wife was about to have a baby... Uh, takes a shortcut. Takes a shortcut and accidentally clipped the dumpster, not realizing that Paige was leaning over it at the time. Mm -hmm. And therefore, she gets squished. And then she falls in. the dumpster and dies. And dies. And that's it. It really was a random happenstance. The parents are not very accepting of this information, but who would be? They want something and someone to blame. And they want to hire a detective. Yeah. And there's like something about a butterfly and <laughs> flapping its wings in Brazil. Yeah. Uh, I think that, I think they also use that quote in the movie Butterfly. Butterfly, butterfly effect? Butterfly effect, yes. That's literally what it's about. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> never, I've never seen that film. Oh. So. It's pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, that was that episode. It I enjoyed it to a point, yeah. Um, but it it was a very unsatisfying ending. But I think that was on purpose because it was unsatisfying to the victim's family mm-hmm. as well. Um, so I can appreciate it from that standpoint. Yes. The next episode, Overload. We it, have two cases. Two cases. Yes, we have um, Grissom from construction site. Yes, which is one that Grissom. Sarah and work. Uh, work are working on. Mm-hmm. And then we have a boy 14 at a therapist's house with Nick and Catherine. Who seemingly has died of a seizure and mm-hmm. hit his head. Yes. Um, it is important to note that the construction site that the man falls from is a prison that is being mm-hmm. built. And therefore... And there's a bonus for finishing it early. And also, it is highly politicized. Yes. Because the sheriff is on the scene mm-hmm. right when Grissom arrives. Right. And Grissom's like, are, is, are, you sounded awfully a lot like the mayor just now, sheriff. And so it's assumed that he's, he's, he's gunning hard pocket. for yeah. running for office. And therefore, doesn't really want this crime. Like, he doesn't want any crime to be an actual right. homicide. He wants it to be, like, a suicide or an accident or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Grissom being politically toned up as he is is like no i'm gonna i'm gonna investigate this as a murder right (laughs) um even though all evidence points to this wasn't necessarily right he takes teeny bits of evidence and slowly starts piecing it together yeah which is fairly impressive that anyone could even think that way but anyway my first thought there was should maybe hard hat should have chin straps Mm. There's that. I mean, that also, would not have saved this man. Also, they said many times, this man was alone on this floor working. Mm-hmm. Is that ever allowed on a construction site? Is there not no a idea. buddy system? I, that just seems like a safety hazard in general to be alone working on the edge of a construction site from several floors up. I, you know? I don't know how that industry works, so I can't I just feel that. like that is... I, I agree that it seems, like, a little yeah. not great, especially at night, I think. Yeah, exactly. Like, the whole thing. Um, um, but the first thing they find is that uh, the drill that's mm-hmm. hanging off is, there's, like, a short in it. It looks yes. like it's electrocuted itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they look at the plug, the third prong has been snipped off. Which, my question is which for is that. The yeah. Did he just, like, leave that plugged in, like, when he wasn't there? If if not, how did he not notice when he was plugging it in? I mean, that it was habit. broken. Maybe if it was habitual, you just plug it in. I have to look when I'm plugging because otherwise mean, yeah. I miss. <laughs> but he might not have been paying attention. I don't pay attention to. I, I do because I'm I'm low-key afraid of electrocution, so Fair. like I always look to make sure. Fair. But if you're but, unplugging and plugging this thing in every day, multiple times a day, it I just guess. becomes habit. You know? I am plug and plug in my fans all the time, and I still always look. Yes. But whatever, it's fine. Um, and then flash over to the therapist's house. <laughs> Dr. Sapien. <Dr>. <laughs> I made note of that. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, 
This case always squicks me out. I hate it. Yeah, it, yes. Yes, <laughs> on many levels. Yes. Like, first of all, the doctor is so freaking calm that there's a dead Ugh. body in her house. Ugh. Like, it would be one thing if she was, like, a medical, like, okay, she has a medical, you know what I mean. Yeah, if they were at a hospital, a so. if they were at a hospital and stuff, that's different. Right. This person is in your home mm-hmm. and they have died. And they're a child. Yeah. Like, and you've known lot. them for a while. It's a lot. And she's just cool as a cucumber. Just like, yeah, he had a seizure. Mm-hmm. I tried to support his head, but he was a grand mal seizure. And um, when he stopped, he wasn't breathing, so I performed CPR, and yada, 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 he died. Yeah. Um, at no point in that spiel did she mention calling 911. I just want to mention that. Yeah. Um, and they find Angora fibers on her sweater. Mm-hmm. Um, then we flash over to the coroner or the mortuary or whatever morgue morgue. the emmy yeah and doc is locking up and grissom's like i need to look at your notes yeah because there was no sign of of electrocution on yeah because typically when someone is electrocuted they there's markers and there's like ferning yeah but there wasn't any there's an entry and an exit of where the electricity right through and there wasn't so the coroner's like or doc is like well can't prove electrocution because this um then all of the crew is like hanging out in the break room <laughs> yeah. because they, they were, think that there's no case anymore. That there's no electrocution, so no case. And Kristen's like, "What are you doing? Get back to work. We're yeah. still working on this." And then Greg hands him, or Greg's walking out with a paper <laughs> crane, and Kristen goes, "I hope that's not the crossword puzzle." And then Greg yes. reluctantly hands the crane back <laughs> to Kristen. Yes. So then they go and start um, doing like looking at all the evidence a little bit more closely and that's when they discover that the construction worker had a nail in his boot mm-hmm. which would have conducted electricity and um made the rubber of his soles moot and he also had a high level of iron in his blood yes which could have been why there were no burn marks because his blood itself was a conduit i wrote down this quote but not who said it <laughs> we're in a bowling league together I don't remember. I didn't write that quote down, but that's pretty funny. Maybe Brass said it to somebody? Maybe. We did meet um, Gessick, the embalmer. Maybe it was some. No, we've seen him a lot. Oh, we have? Yeah, he's the one. Yeah. Mm, I didn't recognize him. I'm pretty sure he's the one that um, that did the, that Sarah, the mortuary guy that Sarah has run into a lot. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. With the double. He's the funeral home guy. Yeah. Okay. That he, like, sold coffins over and over again. Oh, it's the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did not realize. That's who the, I didn't realize that was the same guy. I think it is. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh, when Nick is dumping out the evidence of that paper bag, whenever I see paper bags on shows now, I always think of those TikTok prop guys that show mm-hmm. all the, like, props and, like, yeah. the fake paper bags. And anyway... Um, so then flip back to the psychiatrist. We find out she's been suspended before for having sex with a minor. And that really bothers Nick. Yes. And then Nick is triggered. And turns out, after much prodding from mm-hmm. Catherine, he finally comes clean and he says that he was molested by his babysitter when he was nine. Mm-hmm. And he had never told anyone before. Yeah. Um, which, super sad. And, yeah, it just... It made a lot more sense as to why he was so into this uh, crime. As if Catherine wasn't even there. He was just kind of head down, plowing through it. Um, Then he, I made note of how he gritted off the blanket. Oh, yeah. Extremely thorough with every inch of that blanket, getting a million samples, which reminded me of Sarah with the mattress. It's Seal Greg. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. called Seal Greg. Um, I was going to say, Sarah is always the one... That brings up food. Like, mm. she's always the one. Yeah. She's always the one, like, what about lunch? Can we go get breakfast? Yeah. Or whatever. And she gets a, she gets an egg salad sandwich from this deli. And Kristen's like, did they give you a pickle? And she's like, yes. And who, what deli gives out whole, whole oh, pickles? Yeah, the whole pickle. I don't know. It was a big pickle, too. He's like, too. Hmm, that's a good one. And then he walks away. He puts the conductors into either side of the pickle. Mm-hmm. I have seen this done a million times. And he's like, look, no burn marks. But I just have to say, mm-hmm. as I just said, I've seen this a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. There are definitely burn marks on the pickle when it's done in real life. Also, it smells real bad. Well, I said a fried pickle, but not yeah. a fried pickle. Right. 
Um, I made note of Catherine's shiny, shiny jacket. Yes. <laughs> and the the noises that the computer was making mm-hmm. while um, Sarah was searching for something. Like, it was doing, like, yeah, the, the, yeah, like yeah. the work noises that computers used to do. Oh, nostalgia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, and then we kind of, like, seal up that one by finding out that Ian, who is the electrician. Yes. Do you, did you recognize him? I didn't. Oh my gosh, you should. That was none other than Chris from Gilmore Girls, Rory's dad. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Christopher. Yeah, it didn't it did not trigger in my brain? I could not remember his last name for the life of mm-hmm. me. Christopher Walken. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not it. Uh, Christopher hmm. Reeves. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Dobby. Are you leaving? Okay. Bye. That's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> he decided he was hot. Uh, I don't remember his name. But anyway. Yes, so he he was mad at the victim for something to do with the union yeah, situation. I don't know. It didn't seem like a very strong <laughs> no. reason to kill someone. Um, but he did. And he's an electrician. So he was able to put all mm-hmm. those little pieces together and make it happen. Yeah. Um, so <sighs> that kind of put Grissom back on Sheriff's good side for whatever reason. Because they agreed. like. Right. You know, um, and then we're back to the Nick and Catherine oh, case, and I noted that it was it's odd just... that they were they were interviewing these two suspects together, even though yeah. they were not related. So the therapist and the mom are chatting about the events of that night, mm-hmm. and we find out that in order in part of the therapy that this lady is doing, she she strips him down to his boxers and puts him inside an um, angora blanket. Yes, and and then they like mimic childbirth. Yeah, which called inclu- it rebirthing therapy. Yes. So they're, like, pushing on him and having him try to push back, and then he starts to panic, and then she's like, this is normal, this is normal. Long he story short, breathe. he has a panic attack, can't breathe, and then he hits his head, and and he, he dies. dies. And at someone's, the last note I have is, like, it just says, somewhere in the middle of an Angor birth canal. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so it's tragic. And very disturbing to watch. Honestly, yeah. I hated every second of it. So. Yeah. So that was that was the end that of that was, episode. That, was that episode. <laughs> um. All right, and then we get to bully for you, and I actually really liked this episode. Mm. I wish we had more time to talk about it. Um. We we're <laughs> gonna we, talk about it. We can. Also, but, we can add. Okay. Yeah. All if right. We need to. Cool. We might need to because I really liked this episode. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So we start with. Uh, this high school student who paints a stick on a locker and then he goes into a bathroom in the high school. It's late. Everyone's gone. Uh, but not everyone. Yeah. He gets shot in the bathroom and dies. I will admit that when this episode first started, I thought it was a different kid bully episode. Ah. <laughs> but then I remember. Like, I remember this yeah, episode, yeah, yeah. but I was like, oh, is this the one where... Oh, wait, no. This is a different one. So, Grissom, Catherine, and Warwick are on this case. And I also may note that um, Brass comes in and he's like, did you find the slug? And I had never put the connection together that a bullet is called a slug. Mm -hmm. And I just find that interesting because slugs are slow and bullets are fast. Well, it's not the... I think it's not necessarily the bullet. It's the casing. It looks like a slug. I don't know. Don't quote me I on ju- that. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought because I feel really like the bullet would go in their body, and then. But I guess the casing usually just goes on the floor. Yeah. So never mind. Just ignore yes, that. But why? Yeah. So why? I think is it called I think it's called a slug because when it hits something, it like melts a lot of times, or it used mm-hmm. to, and it maybe it did look like a slug. Maybe I don't know. I need to look it up though. Or maybe it's like I a slug, like a like a punch. Oh, like a punch. Oh. I don't know. But why is that called a slug? You know? I don't know. Maybe because your life goes in sl- like it looks like it's in slow motion when it's happening. Because you, I don't. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't I've know never been experience. beat up, so I, I don't know. Either. I don't um, know. Then we have so the other case is Nick and Sarah working a uh, juicy one. Mm-hmm. They find a bag in the desert. But my favorite part is how the best way to reach them was was, was via helicopter repelling. Yeah. I, like, it felt like they just were like, we need action. Yeah. And so there's a lot of yelling and the mm-hmm. whirring of the helicopter, and it, it was just a lot. And then they put this juicy bag 
on one of those human rescue things yes. and then hoist it up and they're like back to base and then that's the end <laughs> yes <laughs> that's that whole scene I um thought that was very funny Catherine and warwick are talking to grissom and they're like what were you in high school i think or it may have mm-hmm. just been one of them and he says i was a ghost mm-hmm. and that becomes a very i don't know necessarily know that it's mentioned much more but it, mm-hmm. it's a very common thing theme in like again in fan fiction and <laughs> it's just a common like i don't know trope i guess because he's he's the ghost um and then uh, we have super dave in the in the morgue with sarah and nick talking about sloshing yeah uh it's it was gross they call it liquid human soup yep um so they do an so mri just liquefies yep that's what happens when well, you decompose but they um is it a waterproof bag i guess like come on i d- yeah well, they I have, I have notes on they this do footage. they do an MRI or whatever, and they see a bunch of stuff, and then they before they open the bag, mm-hmm. and then they pull it all out, and then each of like Nick is given a few items to work on, and Sarah is given an item or two to work on, mm-hmm. and the whole the whole running joke of the episode is that it smells really really, really bad. bad, and like that kind of smell does not leave just because you change clothes, right? <laughs> it's kind of like horse pee; it just sticks so- around. <laughs> So Grissom tells them, hmm, Lemons. you're working with, uh, you're working with a decomposition case? And they're like, yeah. And he says, use lemons. So. Yes. Which, again, is a big fan fiction trope. All right. Um, I could see that simply because of the shower scene at the end where she's squeezing lemons yeah. all over her body. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, um, we- okay, so they bring out the string again at, yes. the, at the high school. Um, to kind of figure out the trajectory of those bullets, and they find out that the shooter is likely like five three or five four. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also find a little fingerprint on the stall door that seems to match the paint mm. that was on the locker. Right. Um, and then Warwick brings out this new tool that yes. he has been given permission to like test. test. Called the proboscis, <laughs> the electric nose. Yeah. So, uh, which Gris- is a ten thousand dollar tool. Yeah, Grissom's like, you could use just these two things, and he pulls out these little like, yeah. I don't know what that's called, a beaker and like a little metal straw, mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially, and a little like squeezy guy. Yeah, he's like, use this. Um, but uh, so they're like isolating scents and mm-hmm. things in the room. Um, Which is what I was talking about earlier. Yes. Getting prints off the air. Yes. It's kind of a similar... So then we meet... Uh, they find out that this one kid is this uh, other... The victim's, like, main target for bullying. Mm-hmm. And so we meet him and we meet his sister. Who I thought his sister looks a little bit like Kimberly Williams Paisley. Do you know who she is? <laughs> Probably not. Is that Brad Paisley's wife? It is. <gasps> yeah, because I thought she looked like her too. Oh. I just don't know her name. Okay, yeah. But you said Paisley, and I was yes. like, yeah, that Kim one. Williams. I thought she looked a little bit like her. Um, and then they find, they they do end up, uh, they mention a term that we hear a lot after this, but it's the first time on the show that they have mentioned it. It is a term called GSR. And that yes. stands for gunshot residue. Mm-hmm. Um, and turns out, dear old Dennis has gsr on his shirt yes because he has been to shooting range mm-hmm. and dennis is the kid who is the main bully target yes the um, they're questioning yes with the protective sister right i wrote human soup yep liquid uh, man they call him liquid man a lot right oh and then we find out that the kid's heart was in the wrong place literally yeah. <laughs> so the victims the uh, high school barry that's his name the high school student that was shot um, his organs were all on the opposite side of his body, which is apparently super rare. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like, they figure out that it was somebody that had to know that about him because they shot him in the heart. Yes. Um, and they found out that he was injured the year previously, and that's when they, like, mm-hmm. people found out because um, he, he was stabbed. He was stabbed in supposedly the heart, but yeah. it wasn't his heart because it, it was on the wrong side of his body. So... Um, yeah, we also forgot to mention that at the initial heli drop, uh, we meet a character named Hank. Oh, yeah. Who is, like, a paramedic guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see him a couple more times in this episode. Yeah. Flirting with Sarah. Yeah. 
and she still smells. Um, Hank Pettigrew. Yes. You made note of that because it's a, Harry Potter. Right. It's a it's an appropriate last name. I'll just hmm. leave it at that. Alright. <laughs> so uh he she's talking to Hank in the hallway and she notices he's kind of like inching away and she's like, I smell. And he's like, Yeah, basically. Um and then Greg walks up and he's like, You smell like death. You know, a real man wouldn't mind. <laughs> and then walks away. Um And she goes, So I've been told. <laughs> yes. So uh we go back to the the school, mm-hmm. which I kept wanting to call a college just because it seems large, but it's definitely a high school. Yeah, the high school. And there's a guidance counselor mm-hmm. who's kind of in there, kind of walking them through all the different students and that kind of thing. And Grissom, like, picks up that she seems to know something because mm-hmm. um, she knows these kids so well. Um, and then it clips over, and that's where we're talking about the kinds of students everyone were in high school. Actually, they had mentioned the ghost thing in the beginning. True. But yes. But then they get back to that subject, yes. and we find out that Catherine was actually a little bit of a bully herself. Mm, mm-hmm. Unsurprised. Um, and work was a nerd. Yes. And uh, he says he wore thick glasses, he had big feet, and he was short. <laughs> yes, and Catherine's like, but didn't everyone love your eyes? And he was like, no, they made fun of me for my eyes. And she was like, well, I think they're your best feature. Um, so they, uh, they, I think it was, yes. So Sarah and Nick take, uh, a piece of paper that they find inside human soup man Mm -hmm. to Eric Stone Street's character. Yep. Question documents character guy. (laughs) I don't know his (laughs) character. I don't know his name on the show. Um, and, and he's, like, working his miracles. Yeah. Adding pixels and taking pixels away. Yes. So they, they find out that that man inside the bag was a retired army veteran. Mm-hmm. And he had fallen on hard times. And basically, he got scooped up by security at this place, drunk. Oh, Romaninis. And then stuffed into a bag. Well, and, first of all, he was drunk. Yes. And... The the bouncer guy yeah. was like, well, he was just rolling around in my back seat, so I put him in a bag. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what? what? I know, I wrote, well, it seems very... a normal response? It seems very hard to stuff a live person, even drunk, into a bag. <laughs> First of all, yes. And it wasn't even that big of a bag. No. So you just folded him up like a piece of origami, like yeah. like Greg oh, did with the paper. Yeah. And just tossed him down. Tossed him down a hill. And he was like... Tipped him down a hill. It's like, I was just doing my job. I thought he would get out when he came to after being drunk, Mm. even though you rolled him down a hill. Yeah, and it showed him, like, hitting hard. Yeah, in a bat, anyway. So that was sad. But they cremated him, and, And yeah. And Nick puts him to rest Mm -hmm. and thanks him for service and all that. Um, And we also find out that they had called that guy Moses around because he's hanging around outside of that casino and he had a long beard Mm, mm -hmm. and all that anyway but yes so nick gives him a very nice send-off yeah um and back on the other crime scene they Mm -hmm. figure out with the nose thing that there was a certain perfume that was in the room during the shooting Mm -hmm. and the kid who gets beat up assumes it was his sister that did it because he was there, but he didn't see the shooter. But right. he smelled her perfume. Yes. And so um, Grissom is like, ever smell a fart and end up blaming the wrong guy? <laughs> because they find out that the sister had an alibi. Yeah. She was doing doing her thing to protect her brother, the only way she could think of in the moment. Right. Um, so uh, they f- they're trying to figure out who else uses that perfume. Um, and we're going to pause for just a second. Okay, we're back. We're back. <laughs> um, so, he's, they're trying to figure out who else wears this perfume. And that's when mm-hmm. they realize it's the guidance counselor. Yep. And basically, she, they find out that she was working at another school where a shooting took place just a few days after Columbine. And obviously, she's she was, got... She was the assistant principal yes. at Columbine. No. I thought that's It was the said. Arizona school. Okay. Where where got this it, shooting... It, and it. I don't know if this shooting actually happened or if it's a fictional thing. Got it. Um, but she was the assistant principal there. And basically, she's, her excuse for shooting this kid was that 
the reason why shooters came in and killed a bunch of people was because they were bullied. And in order to protect her students, she had to take this bully out. Yeah. In her brain, it was better to sacrifice one than to lose 20 or 30. Right. Even though I'm like, can't you just kick this kid out? Yeah. Like, I just have questions about that. Um, But I guess one of the reasons she she came up with as far as like why she couldn't just kick him out was every most of everything he did was under freedom of speech mm-hmm. but i'm like i don't know he was beating up that one kid like yeah i feel like there's some physical things that happen and vandalizing property like that's right. not freedom of speech yeah but. i don't know um but yeah it was that moment i wish i had watched it with mm. you because i was just like, <gasps> like i figured it was her but yeah. i didn't no, I like that connection was so such a good moment. I really really liked it. Believe it or not, this is not where I know that actress from. Oh, <laughs> yes, I actually knew her from another TV show that I was obsessed with as a child <laughs> called Christy. Oh no, she was a very important character in that series. Okay, so all yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes. Um, and then we wrap up this episode with Grissom sending out a grant proposal for the electronic nose. Yes. For, um, did you lock my phone? No, I just lost okay. my notes and I found them. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Grissom is sending out a grant proposal for the electronic nose because Warwick likes yes. it so much. How did, how, did you, cool. how did you like the way he attacked that envelope? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, that is one way not to get a paper cut. Yeah. I am afraid of, I am afraid. I don't. I know. You know why? There was one time when I was a kid where I watched some news story where somebody was licking an envelope and a cut happened and a bug got in there and laid eggs. And that sounds like (gasps) a creepy pasta. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like a 2020 or something. It was, no, it was, um, oh. It sounds like a creepy pasta, but I promise you it was real. (laughs) No, it was. It was, no, it was, there were eggs on the glue. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. (laughs) Oh, God. And so she licks the envelope, and that's what happened. Oh, no. And they, like, burrowed in her tongue. Yeah. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's going to drive me crazy. Oh, God. That I... Oh, what show was that? I don't know, but I'm getting like okay. I'm we're getting done. the the. We're done. I never remember what you that phobia is called. You just unlocked a memory, though, and wow. You're okay. welcome. Anyway, <laughs> my last note. Actually, we're at the very top of the page. I just called this a very human episode mm, mm-hmm. um, because it like showed everyone's humanness in a weird way, and like yeah, the kids that were being bullied, and the sister that was trying to protect her brother, um, the Nick. Uh, showing this veteran so much respect. Mm-hmm. Um, Even though at first he was like, well, you know anyone can buy those jackets yeah, at, yeah, yeah. at the army store. If he's a homeless man uh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Grissom sending out the grant proposal for Warwick. Mm-hmm. Um, even Even the guidance counselor who is just, in her mind, she's just protecting people. Right. Because she's been traumatized by her past. Anyway, I just... Yeah, and they talked about... They even talked about with her, like, something about the gun. And she's like, I don't even know how to clean it. It was my husband's gun. Like, you know, she wasn't... You could tell she genuinely thought that she was doing what was best. Right. You know, in some... Right. In the saddest way possible. Right. Anyway, I really, really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. I thought it was well put together. I liked how they cut things in... Mm-hmm. The order that they did. Um, yeah, I liked it. It was a good one. Yeah, it was probably my favorite of the four. Um, I'm trying to think. I usually look to see what we have coming up, and I forgot to do that. Um, I found it. Oh, look at you. I'm doing good. Oh, we were on Raya the Last Dragon. <laughs> um, so our, our next... Our next episodes. Episodes five, six, Ooh. seven, and eight. We've got Scuba Dooby Doo, which is fun. Scuba Dooby Doo. Scuba Dooby Doo. Okay. Altar Boys. Okay. And then we have that one. I feel like is going to be a sad one. Uh, I don't remember. Oh yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it what it's, I think it is? No. Oh okay. Um, ish. Oh. <laughs> and then we have. We have Caged. Okay. Um, which is, if I think it is the one that it is, 
Yes. I like caged for whatever reason. All right. And then we get introduced to a notorious character in the next episode. The next episode is called Slaves of Las Vegas. Okay. And when I tell you that we get introduced to the most hated character in all all of CSI, (laughs) I mean that. Okay. (laughs) But. Fun. Like, it's one of those, it's one of those characters where you're like, some people love to hate them because they think it's like, you know, I don't know. And other people are like, oh no, I like that character because I like the drama that it brings. I don't. <laughs> I don't like the drama that it brings. I I hate this character. Right. I think they should probably be dead. <laughs> okay. Strong feelings. Um, very strong feelings. I'm feeling what you're feeling. And, and this is a character. This, character. this is a character that we meet in season two and we see we see so many times. Okay. You when you think you're done with this character, they're back. They're back. Okay. Like to the point where there's speculation that this character may be in the revival. No. Um, it's not, it's not good. It's not a good okay. time. <laughs> anyway, but it is, of the four, it is the highest rated episode. Wow. Which is one of the reasons what, why they want to bring What was episode four rated? I'm curious. 7.7. Okay. The highest rated. higher. The highest rated one of the four that we watched was Chaos Theory at 8.2. Huh. Um, that was let me the second see. one, right? Yeah. Yes. The highest rated one of this season okay. is I mean I really liked how that one was filmed and I just it was just an unsatisfying ending but again yeah. I understand the unsatisfying ending we have two um that have the same rating in this season um number 13 and number 14 have the same rating but they are 8.6s wow I'm really shocked that four doesn't have a higher rating at least in the eights you know it's fine it it's uh I think probably just, it only has 684 ratings. Hmm. Um, I should add mine to the mix. You should, because like even the next episode has more ratings than that. (laughs) I'm curious to see now how many people rated this one, because what were you thinking? (laughs) 778. Well, it's more. It's more people. Hmm. Idiots. Anyway. I yes. Know this is riveting. Content riveting content. You know what? It really, it really is. It really is. So. This is what you're here for. And it's a little longer. Uh, if we went for just a few more minutes, we would be recording on your birthday. But alas. Wow, it's late. It is late. I didn't even realize. <laughs> it is 11.43 p.m. Well, uh, happy day before my birthday day to me. Yes. So it's your last last day before your Jesus year. Oh, yeah. Because he died when he was 33. Yeah. So as long as you make it past. Amazing. That, you're doing great. Way to jinx it. Listen, I'm going to knock on some wood for you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. We went a little bit over, but I think you understand why. We had a lot We had a lot of notes on like episode I, four. I have not... I have a full page of notes for every episode of these four, which hasn't happened yet. So... Yeah. We're, we're getting in it. Yeah. We are. We are. All right. All right. This has been fun. See you later, nerds. Bye.